You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Friday, December the 11th. We have made it to Friday. Congratulations, everybody. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in. Uh, not a lot of Cardinals off-season news to talk about per se, but we do have... Um, some reaction to get to. I needed a couple days to think about it. The news broke. I believe it was either Wednesday or yesterday. Um, Mark Saxon came out with an article in The Athletic. Uh, Mark Saxon, great guy. I had him on the show a number of weeks ago. And uh, he, yeah, great guy. Works for The Athletic. If you have enough money to have a subscription for The Athletic, I think it's like seven bucks a month. Great coverage there. So my, my plug for The for the Athletic, I, I have a subscription there. Um it's a great, great spot to get Cardinals news, and he reported that Adam Wainwright is yet to receive a physical offer, and that Molina's representatives called the Cardinals' latest deal, quote, ridiculous. This is difficult, because I have come on this, I have said on this show, I posted about it on Instagram and got a fair amount of negative feedback, and that's okay, you guys are allowed to have, we're all allowed to have, we're all in opinions, and I'm happy to discuss things with everybody, but... I got negative feedback in terms of, you know, saying that they don't need to resign them. It's not as necessary as I was saying. And here's the thing. I'm not going to totally retract that statement of the Cardinals need to resign him. I do think that they should resign him. No, I don't think it should be for $10 million a year. But I think that what people are forgetting, and maybe this is... uh, this is my nostalgia. This is my fan in me coming across a little bit too much. And that's fine. You, you can tell me if you think that. That, 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 that. That's okay. But again, I've said it on this show before. I'm saying it now. I'll probably say it again. When you are looking at re-signing Yadier Molina, you've got to look past the stats. And I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the stats in, in, a, in a little bit to, just to, you know, because I know that the stats are obviously important. Um, and I'm not saying... To, I'm not saying to disregard the stats. I am 100% not saying that. But I am saying, and every player, but especially a guy like Yadier Molina, stats are not the whole story. They just aren't. And when you're looking at a guy that has been here for upwards of 15 years, uh, I think he's going into year, either year 17 or 18, depending on how they count it, his rookie year is 04. Um, he means so much to this city, and I've seen some some Cardinal fan pages on Instagram post things, and there have been many, many comments going back and forth of, yes, we need him. No, we don't. Yes, but not for this much. We need to sign him for whatever amount of money. This is all on the owners, and blame DeWitt. Blame Mosellock. Blame Yachty. At the end of the day, the blame, in my opinion, goes both ways. It really does. Yadier Molina needs to realize that it is not 2013. It's not even 2015 anymore. It's 2020, going on 2021. His stats, which again, I'll bring up in a little while, are not as good as he thinks they are. He's not the best catcher in the game anymore. Intangibly, he might be. But when you're looking at the stats, he's not. He's not the best defensive catcher in the league anymore. You can make an argument that he's still the best catcher to handle a pitching staff. You can make an argument that he's the best catcher to handle this Cardinals pitching staff. You can make that argument. But Molina needs to realize that this 
is 2020. He is 38 years old. And I love Yachty. I absolutely love him. I still hope that he, he comes back. You know, that, that still is a desire of mine. But he needs to realize that he's not going to get 10, 15, 20 million dollars like he might have gotten if he re, if he resigned in the spring or pre-pandemic, to be quite honest with you. I think if if the, if the pandemic didn't happen and this was a normal year, well, this was a normal year, he might have called it quits. Call over a tire, hang up the cleats. But if, if it's you know, if because if, if it because of the Wow, can't speak there for a second. If if it was a normal year, he would either re- retire or I think the Cardinals would be willing to pay a little bit more because of the they didn't lose any revenue. Um, so I just think that Molina needs to realize that he's going to have to take a pay cut if he really does care about being a lifelong Cardinal for reasons that the Cardinals are trying to cut payroll. They're still trying to improve their team, and he's 38 years old and not what he once was. Now I want to talk about the ownership for a little bit, why it's a little bit of their fault. And I'll talk, you know, there was an article... MB.com was like had a Zoom conference and everything, and he said that their priorities are still to bring back their legacy players. They still want to bring back Yachty. They still want to bring back Wainwright. He referred to them as legacy players. And he's right. They're legacy players. Wainwright and Molina are both, bare minimum, Cardinal Hall of Famers. And Yachty and Molina is probably going to be in the National Hall of Fame one day. And that's fine. If that's your priority, if that's what you want to focus on this offseason, Fine. I get that desire. You got to keep the fans happy. You want to keep them buying tickets, business, whatever, make their argument, whatever. But at the same time, we have to have a, or excuse me, they have to have a product on the field that can go out and produce and get wins. It makes little to no sense to invest so much money into people, Wainwright and Molina, that are going to give you a year and a half, maybe, but probably closer to one year of productive talent, of, of, Productivity. They're going to give you one year of it. That that that's you know the, the high end is, is two years, but that that's not happening. I could be wrong, and you know obviously I'm kind of retracting my statements that I've made before. So I'm I'm human. I'm wrong. You guys disagree? That's fine. But people need to stop 100% blaming the front office as to why they're not re-signing Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. I mean, heck, Wainwright is yet to receive a physical offer. At this point, I honestly think a Wainwright reunion. Or I guess uh, Wainwright, he never left. I honestly consider Wainwright coming back a higher probability than Molina coming back. And at one point, this was thought to be a package deal. You get one, you get both, you know? But with, with, with the, you know, whenever you're negotiating with somebody, if you start so low to almost insult them and for them to call your offer ridiculous, it doesn't bode well for the rest of your negotiation. It really doesn't. And I just think the front office... You know, I understand the desire. Like I said, I understand the desire to bring back these legacy players. But you also have to think about the product on the field. You have to realize that you still need a winning baseball club. And you have to decide if bringing back legacy players is more important than improving the offense. More important than improving the outfield. I really don't think it is when you're looking past 2021. Obviously, like I've said before, I want Wainwright and Molina back. But it's got to be for a fair price. It cannot break the bank because the payroll is being cut or at least being stagnant and the Cardinals still need to produce a winning team on the field. And you've got to wonder is if they invest so much money into Wainwright and Molina, can they still make that happen? And I just don't know if they can because of how much Molina is asking for. 
you know, and I'm, I'm going I'm to address the statement right now. I said, I posted on LO underscore Cardinals on, on, the, on the show's Instagram page, and I, I said it on that show that day uh, about Yadier Molina. I think I was doing my player reviews or something. Uh, it was posted on November 19th. The quote that was said was, the Cardinals need to re-sign. It was grammatically incorrect. It says resign. The Cardinals need to re-sign Yadier Molina. Period. And I talked about the intangible factors and everything like that. And again, I'm not going to ignore that. And my, the stats are coming up in, in a little bit that I'll share with you guys as to why not to sign Yadier Molina. But I still think his intangibles make it worth the effort. I think both sides have to come together and meet in the middle. Five, seven million dollars, maybe a team option. I don't know. But I know that I said the Cardinals need to resign him, period. I just don't know if it's that's much of a necessity as it once was. So I'm going to go ahead and, not, again, not fully retract it because I still think that they should resign him for some sort of deal, but I don't think it's as as dire as I made it once sound. But um, we're going to go ahead and take a, take a quick break, thank some sponsors, and the, the stats are coming up in just a moment. Um, and I'll continue continue this discussion and, uh, and give you some more of my thoughts on it. But um, first, a quick word from our friends at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is new and improved and even more delicious than before. They've got six new incredible flavors ranging from caramel brownie to cookies and cream to carrot cake to apple almond crisp. Some of my favorite flavors from the original coconut almond raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, and coconut. These bars are all soft and easy to chew and even better, they're covered 100%. Yep, you heard that right. 100% in chocolate. But they're still healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. That's right. It's still at 20%. BuiltBar.com for 20% off. Use promo code LOCKEDON. So this is this is a really difficult thing to talk about. It it really is, and I, and I, I know some people think it's cut and dry one way or the other, but it, it, it's not cut and dry. There are certain arguments you can make to sway one way or the other, and I'm going to bring up the stats in, in a minute. But it is not cut and dry because you're dealing with what you're dealing with is a an icon, one of the best Cardinals to ever play, one of the best defensive catchers of all time. You know, the supermetrics aren't too kind to him in, in recent years. I know that. But still, looking at the course of his career, the, the threat that he posed on the base paths and the picking people off, him and Albert with the chemistry of picking guys off at first base. But you're dealing with an icon person who's had incredible moments as a Cardinal. Uh, you know, Game 7, 2006 NLCS home run, walk-off in NLDS Game 4. Incredible moments as a Cardinal. In 2,000 hits, 2,000-plus hits, He's going to be a Cardinal Hall of Famer. He's going to wear a red jacket in that respect. He really is. There's there's no question about that. But what makes it so difficult is the fact that, honestly, if, if you were to take the name out of it, let, let's, let, let's look at that argument for a second because I've talked a lot about the intangible argument. If you're going to take the name out of it and just look at the stats and the age, if you just looked at, yeah, just, just the stats and the age, you're probably not going to tend towards 
re-signing Yadier Molina. Because from 2019 to 2020, Molina played in 155 games. Very durable. Awesome. 266, 308, 379 slash. Again, averages and everything. I know that. Weighted on base, 297. Weighted runs created plus, 85. League average for that is 100, so below average. Walk rate of 4.5%, a little bit low for me. K rate, 13%, great. 14 home runs across two years. You're going to call it a year and a half because of 2020, but you know, not great. Defensive run saves, 1.5. Um, F war, 0.9. And a framing of 1.5. So um, credit to, to these stats for STL Cardinal Center on Instagram. Um, posting these. But again, if you're, if you're just looking at the stats and you take away the name and you just look at a blind stat sheet of a 38-year-old catcher past his prime, you really going to say you're going to re-sign him? Because if you just give me the stat sheet, I'm probably going to say no. And I, you know, I've said on this show that I want to re-sign Yadier Molina, but if you just look at the stats, the, the stats really, in my opinion, they, they, they nowhere close desire or warrant a $10 million a year contract, especially not two years for $20 million. And it, it, it sucks for me to say that because, again, I love Yachty. I want him back. It's the fan in me, the, the nostalgia in me wants him back badly. But you still have to look past that when you're looking at whether or not you're going to re-sign Yachty or Molina. The stats don't warrant the contract he wants, and I'm sorry to say that, Yachty. I love Yachty. This is an incredibly difficult conversation for me. But the stats just don't warrant the contract he wants. And the Cardinals, you know have other options. They have Andrew Kisner that, that has shown at the minor league level with consistent playing time, he can get the job done. Major league level results are still TBD, but it, it is tough, especially as a catcher, to get um, to get consistent playing time with, with the St. Louis Cardinals. So Kisner is an option. You know, We've talked about on the show whether or not they should sign James McCann. Some fans are dreaming about JT Real Muto, which I think is, <laughs> frankly, not even close to a possibility. But it's fine, we can dream. But two quick things, and then I'll wrap up. Again, you've got to look past when you're thinking about the whole picture. And I'm not saying, number one, I'm not saying to disregard the stats. And I'm not saying this over, uh, I'm not saying this trumps the stats at all. But I am saying you have to look at the intangible factors. Because yes, this is a business, but these are also people you're dealing with. What kind of effect is not signing Yadier Molina going to have, not only on the fan base, which is going to be a huge negative, for the, for the most part. But also, what effect is this going to have on the team? What morale is going to be affected? You know, we saw whenever Alan Craig got traded in 2014, that was not a very popular move. Alan Craig and Joe Kelly. So, it, it is just, it's difficult um, to make that move just solely on stats or solely on intangibility because, you know, like I said, you can't make one or the other. you got to bring in both. And just another quick thing. People have been kind of talking about how does this diminish Molina's um, Hall of Fame chances or does this diminish him in, in, in people's eyes? And I don't think this brings down his legacy. I mean, unless he says, unless he goes on the record and says some of these things. But people are, are saying that he's, he's being stingy. He needs to put his ego aside and all these different things. And you can make an argument for that. That, that That's fine. You know, you, you can say what you want about him. But at the end of the day, he's still a Cardinal Hall of Famer. And I'm, you know... I'm not going to say anything too bad about him per se, but um, so I do want your guys' input on this to wrap up the show. Um, so I'm going to post a mailbag 
on Twitter and Instagram, probably uh, both today, tomorrow, and Sunday, or at least today and Sunday. And I want your input, and I want to kind of discuss what you want to discuss on Monday. So Monday is going to be me responding to any questions, comments, or complaints that you have um, on this Yadier Molina situation, and I'll give my responses to it. So be sure to um, tune in on Monday for that, and um, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram for these mailbags, LO underscore Cardinals. on both Twitter and Instagram, me on Twitter, LJ Fastball, and you can email the show with any thoughts on anything, anytime, and I'll get to it eventually, lockedoncards at gmail.com. So that's all I got today. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, stay well.